Greg. Mike. Two bandits. Watching. So this episode, it's called What's What up, party people, and welcome <laughs> Not bad. to episode L- 17. A little more tame, 17. Of two bandits. Two of us. Watching Bluey. Watching I am Bluey. your good pal, Greg Painter. Great pal, not good pal. And with me, the Belding to my Zach. Okay. The Feeny to my Cory. Oh my. The Krabobble to my Bart. It's so funny that you did that. It's Mike Martin, who what is... Up, buddy? With my beautiful host over here, I am nothing but the Robin to your Batman. I oh. am the fallout boy to your radioactive oh, man. Oh, look at you. I am being holiday week, the booster to your turbo man. Oh. I just hope everybody likes booster. This week, nope. everybody likes booster. <laughs> Nobody likes you, booster. Whoa. <laughs> when we post this episode, it's actually going to be jingle all the day. Keep that in mind. Oh, it is. The, the, so. the famous Martin Holiday jingle all the day. And, so. and happy, happy early Christmas. Merry early Christmas. How about Merry, that? Yeah. Merry early Christmas, buddy. It's beautiful. We've got some beautiful snow on the ground here in Syracuse. It's flipping 20 degrees today. It's not bad. Eh, for <laughs> us, it's not bad. It's, it's not, Fahrenheit, folks. It's not, that's right. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Fair, good point. We're, no Christmas wins for us, my friend. No Christmas wins for us. Oh, not with that attitude. <laughs> you, didn't, you, you didn't get your Christmas You can do the, the polar yet. bear plunge, but uh, that's about as good as you can get. <laughs> Uh, but it's Christmas week, and with that, yes, early present for Mike here in what? an episode that you have been wanting to talk about since before we started recording here. You're talking about hospital? We're talking about Calypso. Oh my goodness, we there. And we got a lot of fun stuff. Even before we get to the episode, we got okay. a ton to talk about, a ton of fun stuff. But yeah, I think we're going to go about 26 minutes before we actually start talking about the episode, so get ready there, kids. <laughs> but yes, can't do anything until we talk to our friends at wiki bluey close friends follow them at wiki bluey i don't know if they have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> what's a calypso calypso facilitates a day at school and assists the children as they engage in imaginative play together hmm. among the various games bluey runs a pretend fish and chip shop and hires indy to work as a weight person while pretzel takes time to think of something to play there is so much more going on in that episode there is that that synopsis a is avoiding more a ton you know we got the synopsis that are the, the epic movies. We got the synopsis that just give you everything. Right. And you don't need to watch these seven minutes. I feel this like one, that synopsis gave you like eight words. It gave you enough. <laughs> it gave you enough to, to get interested. Ooh, it was Although like it a trailer. You, it doesn't give you who Calypso is. That's true. And hey, Mike. Uh-huh. You want to tell us a little bit more about our good friend Calypso? Are more you, importantly. Are you talking about Calypso, the Greek mythological character? Because uh, I have interest in that Oh. Also. <laughs> Well, how about this? Which plays into it a little bit. All right. Well, let's talk about Calypso, the Greek mythological character. We'll start there. Sorry. Um, Zagging off me out the gate. Not sorry. That's right. I, may, I make no regrets. Calypso is actually in Homer's Odyssey, and she lives on her own island. Homer Simpson? Close. Just one okay. name, Homer, though. So ah, okay. he's like Cher. Ah. Yes. And what he does, what, what she does, <laughs> what she, yeah. well, Homer did for Calypso. Great. Cool. Nailed it. Is that Calypso actually imprisons Homer to have her have him stay with her on the island, and he receives immortality the, the whole time. Toys? What using her voice? The, the islands of misfit toys. The islands of misfit toys. No, no, using okay. her voice. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
Oh, she imprisons him using her voice. Correct. She enchants him with her singing as she moves to and fro and weaving with her loom the whole time. Oh, dang. So. Oh, dang. She does, unfortunately, have to set him free after seven years. But seven years, seven years, she sets him free due to the due to the that she's she's kind of forced to, unfortunately. And she, I, from right. what I heard, she she passes away with no children, so she's just well in a, in a school setting. You know, seven years is when you get out of elementary school, K plus sixth grade. Assuming they do this same in Australia. Uh yes, yes, I they, was yes they do. Yes, and <laughs> I'm sure See? that somebody will tell us if we're wrong. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Just it. like the fantastic folks on Twitter who told us a very interesting, not to go off the no, rails, but it's what we this do. This is how it starts, Fantastic kid. folks on Twitter who let us know spring rolls yes. are actually egg rolls. So what they, Wait, call, what? What they call spring rolls uh-huh. uh, in the wonderful land of Australia are actually what we call egg rolls. Okay. Well, how do you get a spring roll? Well, so a spring roll would be called a rice paper roll. So what we call uh, our spring roll that you talked about last episode is actually a rice paper roll. So I didn't get a spring roll when I did my takeaway. You got a rice paper roll. Oh. It's okay. Now I feel I forgive you. fraudulent I forgive in you. my activities. But, but um, go back to Calypso. Go back to Calypso. <laughs> you know, sidebar. No, do you sidebar, no sidebar. You know, talk about the awesome Greek um, Calypso yep. tie-in. Tell us a little bit about... The Megan Washington Calypso tie-in. Yes. Because this is one heck of a story that I had no idea about yeah. until you sat me down and showed me one of the best TED Talks I've ever seen. So. Which, which was funny. Like, So Meg came out and she, as opposed to... Megan Washington, voice of Calypso. Of course. Twitter is... At Washington X. Nailed it. And she's been a performer in Australia for a long time, but she went on a TED Talk and they, ex- you know, she was expected to sing, but she went out there and had just... A, a very powerful speech about how she's had a speech impediment for many years and she you know adds humor to it you know rightfully so and it's so well done but it speaks to to social anxiety and and someone just trying to find their own and just the, how courageous it was for her to go out there and Holy make herself so God. vulnerable in a, a setting like that in a group like that right the, and on top of that the thing that drove me insane when What's I watched that tech talk they have like a countdown clock, dude, <laughs> a ticking clock that plays while you're giving your presentation. And if you have anxiety about public speaking, um, see speech bright, impediment or not, or just like numbers. you have three minutes left. And like every time they give her a pause break, which they she oh. very much deserves, like stop it. <laughs> she has three minutes left, friends. What are you doing? But man, no, it was it was cool to see that behind the scenes. I mm-hmm. highly recommend because uh, after we we played that, yep. um, and just you know, amazed by her story, I actually hopped on Spotify, and she is like my nighttime calming down playlist at this point. Yep. Just a beautiful voice. Again, search just Washington, not Megan Washington, but just Washington mm-hmm. uh, on Spotify. Um, give her a listen because she is amazing. Can I put you slightly on blast? Maybe, possibly. What's that? Do you have a favorite song that you've heard so far? Because I've listened to the albums a couple times now. I, I I don't I don't it's okay. just, it's all it, again it's one of those ones where I'm I'm cooling down I'm not really looking at the name of every yep. single song it's just it's my feel better you know it's yeah. between the Bluey album which showed up this week yeah must um, be nice between the Bluey vinyl that showed up this week and her amazing voice that's just my it's been a long busy day let's just chill now yeah I uh listening to the car I'll listen to it with Finn and all that kind of stuff when we jam out 
but the one that keeps popping up that we listen to, it's on her album, um, Bat Flowers, one of her most recent albums. It's a, it's called Lazarus Drug. It's it's just a, a solo on the piano for a couple minutes. Oh, I know that one. Yes, 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 yes. Breaks down into like an, an arpeggio synthesizer. Kind I don't of know vibe, what an arpeggio I, is, but cool, cool, cool. I love it. It's it just it, it breaks down and then it goes back to just the solo piano, and it, it I, I relate it to the whole social anxiety thing, to where just one person at a piano singing by themselves is not the easiest thing in the world to do. So I, I give absolute kudos and just just. Uber respect to Miss Washington. Okay. This, uh, is, this amazing. is the Meg Washington amazing. podcast two, brought to you by... Two bandits <laughs> listening to Megan Washington. But uh, st- still not on the episode, but there's one more thing I want to hit on. Yes. Um, it. Because it was very interesting to me that the whole school dynamic there. Okay. And then in a previous episode, we find out that Judo doesn't go to school with Bluey, even though they're neighbors. Yeah. So you would think they should be in the same school. Public schools, what have you. Um, I, I went down a rabbit hole and learned about the Waldorf education system also known as the steiner education system the what though exactly uh it is based like on an, rick and scott steiner i think their dad uh rudolph uh, oh. might have been in charge of it <laughs> uh, it's actually rudolph steiner um no uh no um no dog face gremlin you know junior or something like that it was what his name was that nickname right yeah dog face yes nailed it in two but um <laughs> Um, the Steiner education system strives to develop pupils' intellectual, artistic, and practical st- skills Ooh. Um, in a more holistic manner. So it's not necessarily, you know, sit down, take tests, here's our plan for the day, here's how you're going to do it. It's more kind of go and in a monitored by the teacher environment, kind of get what you need and develop how you need. You know, the teachers have a ton of autonomy. And again, it's not really about sitting down and taking tests when you're done with it. It's about your what you can kind of grow and learn and, you know, and, and we'll see, and we'll talk about it more in the episode, like, you know, learn how shops work, learn how commerce works, learn how society works, kind of building your social and building yourself up to be a part of a society That's versus just, you know, typical standardized testing. Because the way that it put it into to retrospect is, you know, Bluey is set to Emily's age, who's six, seven, seven. Yeah. Time well, frame. Bluey's six, Emily's right. seven. Well, getting there i think right maybe season three season oh. three. Oh, i don't watch those episodes yet um canon america so one what, day one day what what grade is emily in right now then second so calypso's class is considered a first or second well, and grade that's, and that's the thing too that was very interesting the 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 waldorf schools they go like through the extent of at the very least primary school. Really? Like you can be, you know, in a in a higher level class and a lot of times it's different ages in the same group too. It's not necessarily the same age group, which is really neat. Right. You know, it's um apparently it was based in Germany. That's where it started in 1919. Yeah. I uh, didn't realize we actually have Waldorf schools in the US too. Do we really? Um I don't have experience with Waldorf schools. Um and this might be why we don't know too much about it, Mike, cuz um <laughs> I do have, have a lot of things. I have I have do, do experience with a Montessori school system. Okay. Uh, which is uh, when we were bringing Emily around to different preschools, trying to figure out where to go, what to do. Uh, we had a, a great interaction. And I was like, man, it's very open. It's very inclusive. Uh-oh. It's very play-based. It's okay. very, you know, Waldorf seeming. Okay. Like, yeah, this sounds great. And then they told us tuition $6,000. Six? That's so. Wait, 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 wait. So that's $6,000 US dollars. And I thought that was crazy, Mike. For, for, I thought for that, six years? For a year, bud. <laughs> um, thought that was crazy. Let's play Price is Right based on those rules now. Um, they have uh, Waldorf tuition. When I Google Waldorf school cost in the United States, California A. Oh. How much would you say one year 
in the Waldorf school system would set you back. What year with Calypso as your teacher in the United States of America? Calypso's rolling in the dough. I swear. Um, if if six thousand scared me, no, no, I'm. I I still want it to be low. I just want it to be lower. Seventeen thousand (laughs) dollars, Mike. Seventeen thousand dollars. I am pretty sure that my. You know, let's go SUNY Oswego. Let's go SUNY Oswego. I'm pretty sure my tuition at SUNY Oswego, not counting room and board, was less than that for like four years. And I have a master's. So. A year? A year, my dude. I'm going to open up the Mike Martin School for kids to hang out at my house a whole bunch, you know? I am am super hopeful. Our good friends in Australia, (laughs) which I'm sure, you know, let us know. If it's part of the regular school system, I know sometimes we have some issues in the good old U.S. of A. with our schooling system. Uh, but let us know. Is that, like, really a private school there, too? Is it out of the pocket? And if so, is it that crazy of a cost? So let us know at Watching Bluey. That's us. We appreciate you listening every day. Well, you said 26. We're 15 minutes in. And we haven't talked about one second of the seven-minute cartoon, my friend. It only takes seven minutes to talk about it, so we'll be okay. Oh, we my the, gosh. $17,000. We we've set the table. We know who Calypso is. Yep. We know what the school is. Yep. Well, let's know about what's going on. Ah. Uh, and we open up at school, at Bluey School, and Clipso is doing a puppet show for the kids that's just finishing up. Okay. Um, everybody's enjoying it, smiling, happy. Circle time. Except one little doggy in the back. Oh. Pretzel. Not very excited. Uh, very lethargic. Mm. Um, really, you know, just not, not into it. Not ready for the day. Didn't um, have a lot of sleep last night. And then from there, puppet show ends. Kids start disperse. And just just one of the many little things I love about this episode and Calypso, that little song, and I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to. Oh, gonna come just, on. I'm just going to speak come it. On. Come on. Sister Rain is left. Aww. And Father Son is home. Brother Wind comes blowing in to welcome home the gnome. I'll put now, some piano backing on oh, for that'd you or be something lovely. like that. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> but just a going. cute little sing songy. You better put. Don't tell me you're not going to put my <laughs> piano backing. Unbelievable. But just like a cute little sing-songy thing, the kids are dispersing. Mm-hmm. Honey's like playing with, you know, some toy trees and flowers and stuff. Uh, Bluey's moving ta- uh, tables around. Yeah. Coco, Chloe, Indy are in a tent with little baby dolls. Um, Rusty has some wood. He's looking like he's going to build something. The Terriers, oh God bless the Terriers. Oh, my God, my boys. They're making a cushion for, you know, with crocodile attachment. Oh, uh, when, when we watched the episode, I... I <laughs> Bring it back up. Carrie and I were watching it, and and I look at them, and I'm like, gosh, those terriers, they look so old. (laughs) And Carrie just looks at me, and she's like, Mike, they're freaking terriers. (laughs) Like, they're going to be two months old, and they're going to have scruffy beards. That's what they are. Big bushy beard. Oh, just built to be Romans. Built. But but again, everybody having fun. It's a pretzel. Pretzel just chilling. Pretzel's fighting his time. You can't say he's not having fun. No, pretzel's doing pretzel. Pretzel's doing pretzel. And Calypso tries to get, you know, pretzel going. You know, sees, you know, I've got the stick. But pretzel doesn't want to get down with it. So, Mm. you know, Calypso starts making her rounds. And this is one of the things, again, in this type of school, Mm. she is not dictating what the play is. She is not, this isn't necessarily recess time. This Mm -hmm. isn't free play time. This is, okay, now go explore the space. Yes. Go explore the space. $6,000 worth of space. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) $17,000 worth of space, depending on what... (laughs) <laughs> Again, I'm very curious to know, Aust- Australians out there, if you have experience with this school district, pl- or school district, 
let me know if it's that crazy there. Let us know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I need photos <laughs> watching of Google. a... Well, that uh, sounds creepy. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but Calypso making her rounds, you know, goes up to Honey first. You know, she's trying to make a village for a gnome. She wants a gnome for a village. Yeah. You know, but eh, it's pretty bare. No, no, need a place to sleep. Why don't you build a little bit more? You know, not just being, you know, here's what you want. Let's let's explore the space. Let's be more creative. You know, what does a civilization need? What's a society need? You know, let's learn a little bit more. And the thing I like about it is, like, Honey could have just been, I'm going to go get a gnome and grab it and put it on there. She's, she understands, like, Calypso has created the boundaries of what play is like. Exactly. And, and patience and how to work with each other to have a happy time. So I, I think that that's really rad. It's really cool, yeah. And then and then moving on, Bluey, you know, building a fish and chip shop with that fish. sweet gnome hat. Yes, I love the hat. Oh, it, it reminds me of like um uh, the old timey sleeping cap. Yes, but I think you were right in the gnome hat just because there's so many gnomes in this classroom. <laughs> like she could have walked around with a candlestick and you'd be like, oh, she's doing something <laughs> else now. It's very Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> yes, of the holiday season. Um, but I, I do enjoy too that she just decides there's no fish. She could easily imagine that there's fish too. Yeah. It's like, we're a fish and chip shop, but we have no fish. Mm. It's cool. You know, be patient. Clipso, you know, just be patient. We'll see what happens. And then going to the, the girls. Always weaving the story, guys. Yeah. We got the girls pretend, uh, pretending to be moms, playing mom. Mm-hmm. Clipso lets them know a fish and chip shop open next door. You know, Indy letting everybody know, you know, yeah, we have to move out. Space is cramped. She's just, she's the storylines are already building into each I other. I can't even keep uh, up. She's just weaving. Uh, you know, Rusty's building a house. Oh, like, oh, Indy needs a house. Ugh. So again, we're tying, we're tying the play in together even more. How does she do it? Like, how does she do that? She's just doing it willy nilly. I can't uh, even do that with my one kid. With <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite, the terriers. They're building another fort. Another fort. And I, I feel like that's a very telling line. The way that she said that. Because right after, she's like, this is the fort to protect, right? Because <laughs> I have a feeling right those forts, <laughs> those forts, a lot of times end up destroying a lot of everybody else's well, playtime. It took, it took the Terriers how long to build that fort? Zero minutes. About one second. They were like, there are three Terriers. Fort time. Boom. Shields up. Boom. We've got the moat. Boom. We've got the, the drawbridge. Boom. We've got the crocodile. Nobody's Boom. messing with us. Also, bring it back to Rusty really quick. Rusty's voice actor is the most primo child voice actor. I think that's in the show. All of all I, of them. Man. I know they all are, but he's got just just this like, just this spunkiness, this 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 excitement. Maybe it, maybe it's because it was one of his first times doing the show. But like he's Rusty's on point all the time, though, man. Uh, Shout out to all the kids on this show. Amazing, amazing work. Um, but but you know. Again, Clipso, not necessarily weaving the terriers with everybody else, but making sure mm-hmm. the terriers know you're here to protect, right? Uh-huh. You're not here to invade. Oh, oh, Clipso, do you need protecting? Not right now. But, you know, just making sure the terriers, they're playing, but their play isn't interfering with what everybody else is doing. Because, again, feel like a week or two ago, terriers, <laughs> terriers were racking and, you know, kidnapping the little baby dolls and stealing all the chips. Oh, the fish got stolen burning down rusty's house Whoa! and it, exactly they are invading romans you were just telling me about greek you know <laughs> calypso in prison somebody for seven years you think the terriers are be that much better moik <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't have an answer but then but then we're you know 
then it's kind of round two. Calypso gets kind of back to her air, settles. Mm-hmm. I noticed, and I've watched this episode a few times at this point. Sure. Um, didn't notice until this most recent one. Every time we see Pretzel again, mm-hmm. they're in a different spot. Yeah. They're either on their side or kicking the wall. Rubbing his belly. You know, or... making like little hand puppet type of things in the air, like slowly warming up. And mm-hmm. we kind of see that every lap of Calypso, which is, a, is pretty cool. Yeah, she's weaving her, as Carrie called it, macrame. Tapestry. It was not macrame. Sorry. It's not a tapestry either. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to what it is, though. We'll get to what it is. He knows symbolism. But uh, but then lap two. Clipso lap two. You know, honey, still not quite ready for the gnome. Maybe a forest or a nice morning walk. You know, let's, let's try to add that. You know, the girls have now kind of combined their play. Yep. You know, they've moved over, brought their kiddos to the shop. Is Indy working there yet? Um, I believe Indy, girls are playing at the shop and Indy's moving into Rusty's house. So she is working um, there. So she is about to get a job. That's right. To start working there. she doesn't have so any of the dollar bucks. She doesn't have dollar bucks yet. She'll get them though. Good oh, wait, wait person. Good wait person can uh, make stuff happen. I'll give respect to the, 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 the restaurant business 100%. Everyone that does that, I give absolute love to them. Yeah. Old school. I think, actually, yeah, I wasn't. You were, you were chef? Yes. Yeah, you were chef. I was an alley coordinator, yep. um, which basically means put food together and burn your arms to the point where you have nightmares about burning inside of that little heated oven area. Sounds horrible. Um, and then our lovely wives, because they're, they're delightful and wonderful and upbeat peppy ladies, were two little waitresses. Not little waitresses. They're great waitresses. They're big, they're big waitresses? Oh, no, not Whoa! Yet. Mike! Edit point. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. But no, you know, she's- In personality, they were big. Indy, do you need protecting? No. Not right now, Romans. Love it. Love it. Lap three. <sighs> Honey? Forces are pretty Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Like, <laughs> oh, thanks. Honey's take three. <laughs> oh, dearest. I'll just call you dearest so that you don't get confused when okay, we talk about cool, the dog, appreciate. Honey. Dearest, let's continue. Honey, the dog, oh, yeah. is on round three of improving her little gnome village. And now it's not... Hey, we need a house. It's not, hey, we need a forest. It's like, what do you think we need? What else do you think the gnome would need? And you see Honey kind of take a minute. It's like, I know. And then goes to work. And Boom. We'll get, we'll get back to that in a moment. Because Indy is now officially a waitress. Yeah. She was on her way to her first day. Now she's doing great job as being a waitress. She's getting paid already. Dollar bucks. Dollar bucks. She takes the money that she earns, brings it to Rusty. And again, we just learned, you know, we were playing shops by ourselves. We were playing moms by ourselves. We were building a house by ourselves. And Calypso turned that into math class. She turned that into an economics session for kids who don't really know what economics are. Because they haven't had the episode markets yet. I think so I took they an economics not, class yet. in like 12th grade. Yeah, exactly. That was it. It was only like a What do you remember, bud? Exactly. Microeconomics and macroeconomics? <laughs> don't anyway, me on that. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, we, we've taken all this stuff and everybody's, you know, just about everybody is in the same place gate right now. You know, still nobody needs protecting. But Indy, smart white person that she is. Mm-hmm. Dares, do you need some chips? Fish and chips. Mm. They need enough for a whole army. That's right. Cut, it, my... cut it back to Rusty, though. Rusty. When she checks on him. And this is where, this is a note that I do need to circle back heavily, is Rusty will turn into a great bandit one day. Mm-hmm. Because she checks on him because she has she has him watching Polly while she's at work. Polly want to know how to make a fence? 
that's so rad. And then she ch- comes up and checks on him. And Polly's riding on the back. And then she just says, I wonder if there's going to be a horsey wedding. Polly, you want some chips? Because she brings a dollar box and she brings chips. Like, he's, he's, he's got that, that good dad vibe. He's, he's six and he's got good dad vibes. What is that? Rust, Rusty is. I didn't have good dad sad. vibes until I was like 32. <laughs> what is going on? Grow up to be rusty. Grow up to be rusty. There you go. We're back to Indy and the Terriers That's and needing some chips. Oh, the chippies. And the thing that I loved when, you know, Indy goes back, lets Bluey know the Terriers need some chips. These pillows would be chips then. Just deciding. Because before, the <laughs> chips were like. potatoes. B- before, the chips were like the popsicle sticks. Wood? They look like little yeah. popsicle sticks type of things. Yeah. But um, now, uh, we need to do it in bulk. Oh, watch Here we me. go. <laughs> Here we go. So loads it up. We got six high. Stack of chips. It's like three pillows higher than Indy's height, too. Like, I don't think I could carry it. If you gave me, like, stacks of pillows and it was three pillow heights higher and saying, go to the other room. I ain't, I ain't making it. Probably not. <laughs> I know you. Uh, especially well, if, stair- if stairs were involved. Thank goodness you have those pillows for a nice soft landing because you would be beefing hard. Sorry, we're out of beef. It's just chips. Just chips. But now we're, uh, we're we're into the end game here. We're into the, the conclusion Ooh. of uh, all the play. And it starts with Honey's Flippin' Village. Holy smokes. That thing went from zero to intensity in like two minutes. Honey's got some building skills behind her. Um, did you, do you remember um, back in the good old days when we were youngins, when we were littlies, those little people toys? Like the little, no. they got like the big round heads and just like the, really? No. Ah. They were like a cardboard tube with like a head on it. Here. But um, they, they had like a dog version of that uh-huh. that looked like just a human with a dog head. And I like that the little toys in that. To me, at least, like it. to me, it felt like that was like a, a an homage to that old toy. We'll vet that in the Twitter. We'll vet it in the Twitter. At Watching Bluey. But the other thing I really liked, and I'm not sure if you noticed this. Oh. The village is kind of like a microcosm of what's happening today at school. Go on. So when you, you scan through, when first, the epic music. Of course. When they show, you know, we've got, we've got Calypso who's been humming all through the episode, which is just hypnotic. And it's continuing through here, and it just escalates into, like, I'll say a crescendo because I don't know what those words mean. You're doing right. it. You yeah. Got it. Just, just, just sell the words. Da, da, da. And they're going through, and you've got, we've got mums with babies. Okay. Which we had the girls playing with the babies. We have a person fishing. Spoilers for something that's upcoming. Wow. We've got a fish and chip shop. Got it. Well, that might not necessarily be a fish and chip shop, but it's like, you know, a chef hat, you know, mm-hmm. feeding people food. And then at the end, we have a dog leading three smaller dogs across the crosswalk. And the front dog looks like it's dressed up a little bit like Calypso. Really? Yeah. So to me, it's kind of like, here's the day. And that's, you know, it shows all the ways of play. And then Calypso leading the kids as she is. And I might be reading way too much into the show. possible. But knowing the amazing work that these folks all do i'm a hundred percent probably kind of sure that i'm nailing this one right now now maybe devil's advocate end of the day happens cleanup time honey shows up tomorrow just clips will say do it again <laughs> what <laughs> she spent all that time building that beautiful thing no it's gotta a- deconstruct it and then it's well at the end of the day you just deconstruct and just move on? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Again, it's an open play school. It's an open system. So Clipso isn't saying do blank. 
other than it's time to put our things away. I'm assuming is what she was saying. Oh, that's so soothing. Yeah. And then, put your stuff away. There he is. Like that. Oh. I assume. Put music behind that, too. I started picking up. Put music behind that, too. Buddy. Oh, man. But no, we got a beautiful town. It's finally ready for a gnome. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no, I should. Sorry, not to say. Chippies. Indie, indie, indie. Too tall. Can't see nothing. And Poor. she's coming right for the village. She means well. She just wants to deliver the chips. She does. She's going to make a dollar box for her house. And it's it's really good timing because the terriers, they're oh. getting... Oh, no, no, no. They're turning. They're, turning, they're <laughs> close to a heel turn. They are about to try to, you know, NWO the Steiners right out of WCW here mm. with this heel turn. I'm done being a protector. It's not as much fun. Mm-mm. Should we be invading Romans? <gasps> Luckily, their protection services are needed, and Calypso Screams. summons <laughs> summons the Terriers. Terriers! Tortoise formation! Oh! To me, when, when they scream the tortoise formation thing, in my head, it's kind of like Mighty Morphin Power Ranger time, <laughs> where they're about like, <laughs> combine as one! <laughs> Because they just, like, stacked themselves up perfectly. Yeah. Indy just kind of just prepped. Similar to how right they off. built the fort. They were just like, oh, tortoise formation. Boop. They're, they're, it's not a silly assumption. They're all brothers, right? I think based on the family dynamics that the show does, they're, they're, they're like so triplets, right? You think they're triplets? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, dogs in for real life can are have born. big litters. Yeah. Well, yes, they are born. Thank but, you. Oh, my goodness. The stork comes and lays them at your doorstep. Kids, as we all know. Oh, my God. Dogs are born. Hashtag all dogs are born. Max came from a litter of four. So, yes, that would make sense that they could be exact. (sighs) Dogs are born. Why do I do this with this guy? (laughs) (laughs) But the town is saved. The town is saved. Everything is fine. Everything is good. Clips, it goes to sit back down. I guess you can sit on my boat if you want. What? Pretzel. He's grabbed that stick. He's a fisherman now. He's gotten out of his shell. He's Clip- not going to be the little introvert. And He's- Clips, are, Clips are not like, what? What's going on? I was like, oh, that won't take up much room. That that shows so much in a in just a person when it comes to, to I don't want to say tolerance, but just how to work with a child in some fashion to where it's, it's, it's a matter of not just being like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's, Patience, acceptance, just, yes anding. Yes, exactly. Being a parent is very much improv. You need to just go with it. If something's going wrong, you address it, but you flow with it. Exactly. So, I'm going to read in way too much. Yes. These last three lines here again. So, Calypso says after the last three lines of this episode. So, pretzel's fishing. Uh Uh-huh. Fish aren't biting. Uh Uh-huh. Calypso says, just be patient. They'll bite eventually. That is Calypso's theme for pretzel today because calypso was just patient she didn't say go play she didn't say go do this she didn't say go do that she was patient pretzel bit he's fishing and then you know throwing up if you catch a fish let me know someone i'd like you to meet and then when she does that she holds up what's now a friendship bracelet i saw that yeah i saw that this time when i watched it it's a perfect circle everything's been weaved together and it's just 
golf clap for this episode. This one. You gave me chills. Is, <laughs> it's what I do. I make you mic laugh. I give you chills. It's what I do. But this one, this was a good one, man. And, you know, I, I'm excited to hear who's your favorite character. Sure. What your favorite thing is, how you rank it. But this is such a good episode. We're not the only ones who loved it. Um, we're going to kick it over now. We talked last week. You know, if you have particular feels about an episode, let us know. Yeah. Send us a clip. Yeah. You know, watchingbluey at gmail.com. And we had somebody who did that. Jordan J. Scavone, uh, who's actually a children's author. You can find his work at jordanjscavone.com. That's uh, Jordan J. S-C-A-V-O-N-E dot com or at Real J Scavone on Twitter. Um, he's got a bunch of books out right now. Go check them out. But he actually sent us uh, a little message here on his feels for this episode. So uh, let's play that right now. Check it out. Hello, my name is Jordan J Scavone. I'm an early childhood educator, father and children's author. And I'm going to talk briefly about the episode of Bluey, Calypso. So Calypso is actually one of my favorite episodes, even though I feel like it doesn't really get talked about as much as some of the other more popular ones, like Sleepy Time and Daddy Drop-Off and The Show and Baby Race and all these other really, really great episodes. Um, but I just love Calypso, and partially probably because I am an early childhood educator, so I, I work with kids, uh, though the kids that I work with are younger than the ones in Bluey's class. I work with newborns to three-year-olds. But it's just absolutely fascinating to watch this episode and and the way that it works. The episode just, I mean, it follows Calypso. She just, she, we introduced to her from her singing a song and at the end of a little sketch or something. We don't really know what they were doing, but it kind of looks like a story time. And then all the kids move into a, a free-range choice time where they get to pick what they want to do. And, and Calypso monitors them in a very interesting play-based way. Um, the first person that we introduce her with is Pretzel, who's really only in this episode, which kind of disappoints me because I think Pretzel has a lot of potential to be a really interesting character. But besides that, and Pretzel's doing literally nothing. He's just laying on a rug. And Calypso knows that she can't pester him into doing something because that's not how he operates. We don't know that, but she does. Um... Then Honey walks up and, and, you know, can I get a gnome? And Calypso's like, well, gnome needs a village. And Honey comes up to Calypso, I think, three times, maybe four, throughout the episode, asking for a gnome. And Calypso is like, well, the gnome needs a village. Well, the gnome needs a forest to take their walks through. Well, the gnome needs this. And then finally, on the last time, she, you know, she tells Honey, she goes, you know, is there anything else that a gnome might need? And she, she lets Honey make that final decision. And then we see Honey end up coming up with this massive, beautiful village diorama on it, and it's super cool. And Calypso does this with every single member of the classroom. I mean, she, what are you doing, Blue? I'm a fish and chip shop, but we have no fish. Oh, well, you'll figure it out. And she moves on to the girls playing, you know, mums, and, and realizes that Indy needs a place to live. And she's like, oh, well, you know, you could probably move out and find a place to live. And then suggests to Rusty that, you know, Indy could live upstairs. And she's subtly influencing their play so that these individual groups are turning into a group activity. And she's doing it in a way that is very child-led. It's very organic. She's just giving them the tiniest little bit of a push to get them to go do it. And it's something that, as an educator, I do with even my younger kids, you know, my one and a half to two year olds, you know, if I see them doing something and I know that it can be enhanced by what else, some, what something that I know another kid's doing, I can 
kind of ease them into that direction. You know, if a kid has a baby doll and another kid is playing in, in our house area, you know, making food, you know, oh, you know, maybe you can go over and, and maybe your baby's hungry. And then all of a sudden that those two solo activities that turn into a group activity. And it not only shows what a fascinatingly intelligent character Calypso is, but just the amount of detail that this show puts into little things. You know, any other show that introduces a teacher in this setting, the focus would be on the teacher in a way that, you know, this is what we have planned today. Let's all go do this big deal thing. And then it would be very teacher-led, which is how a lot of non-educators, I think, see, um, especially like childcare, preschool, and then that early kindergarten, first grade area um, is. You know, they don't see it as, they see it, they see it as this very, weirdly structured format and it's not or just as adult babies or babysitting for kids um which it's not that either and and that's what i love about that episode is that it really just cements the level of thought put into every single episode you know i don't think i've watched a show with kids that go to school and i've left it as an educator going well, yeah, that's that's how I would love my classroom to run or something like that. And and that's how I, I would love my classroom. Obviously, my kids are younger, like I said, but it's just fascinating to see the quality of care and attention and thought that goes into things like that. And that's what makes Calypso one of my favorite episodes and one of my favorite characters because um, I've only been a dad for 17 months, so I don't have that really bandit level of experience. But I've been an early childhood educator for almost eight years, so I do have that Calypso-y experience, and, and she's who I relate to the most when I watch this show. So, yeah, great episode. It's a sleeper episode that a lot of people, I think, gloss over and don't return to as much as they should, but it's it's a good one. Check it out, enjoy it, and uh, yeah, back to the... Uh, you you guys running this podcast. Keep it up. Great work. Thank you very much, Jordan. We really appreciate no your take. You know, a lot of cool points in there. A lot of good points. Hearing from an educator, too. Didn't mention uh, before that. Jordan's actually also an educator. So he deals with uh, situations like this. Shout out to our educators. Shout out to my wife, Beth. You know, teacher's assistant. Educators. Keeping things awesome for our littlies. Even if it's not $17,000. Even if it's even if it's the <laughs> free public school system that we go to because we don't have seventeen k for One preschool. Day. Great episode. <laughs> great episode. Great talk. But before we go, yep. Hey, Mike. Yeah, Craig. What was your favorite thing today? You know, it, it, I, I've got. I had my original, and then I just I can't. My favorite thing was the terriers, just in general. They're they're gruff and tumble, and and they know they they listen to Calypso, where it's just need to protect. And they're like, okay, and they they're, they're for it. They're like, that's cool, and they just get that like adorable loud voice, like yeah. There's no day 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 day. right. And, you know, it's just, not like yo, Indy, you need some protecting. It's Indy, you need protecting. And again, with the talk of the the age difference that can be, I feel like the terriers are younger. Than most bit. of the other kids there. Just a little bit, yeah. Despite their big bushy beards. That's okay. And their tortoise formation is legit. So I'm going to say, I, I don't want, I, I'm not going to say they're my favorite character, 
But your favorite thing he, is seeing them on screen. Seeing them on the screen, I they're just. Like I feel like you're hedging your bets here because you want two favorite characters. I do. Sneaky, I, I want six different favorite characters. Sneaky moves, sis. But Greg, what was your favorite thing? My favorite thing was right near, right before the end of the episode. Clipso, her humming is just hypnotic throughout the episode for me. But my favorite part is she's kind of starting humming, and it leads into the Honey's Village reveal, and then just the music just. Again, I'll say crescendo. crescendo. <laughs> Even if that's not the right word, it's the right word for me. Uh, it just it grows, it builds, just the lighting, the detail, the artwork. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many talented that, artists that, on the show. 4K vibe with the blurring yeah. in the background thing. So very, do. very good. You're such a fan of that. I am. I am, and I love that. I love this episode, and I love, love, love that scene. All right. Okay, now we're getting serious. Hmm. Hey, Greg. Yo. Who's your favorite character? It's gotta be Calypso. <laughs> it, the, the episode's named after her. You know, we talked a few episodes back about Bandit being like the Jedi dad. Yep. She is the Jedi master teacher, <laughs> undisputed champion. So soothing, so calming. Again, Megan Washington, amazing performance. Amazing, amazing, amazing in this role and everything that you do. But uh, it's gotta it. be Calypso for me. But hey, Mike. I can take it. Yes. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) Who's your favorite? (laughs) Very, very, uh, uh, yes guy from Simpsons Tones, but that's okay. Hey, Mike, again. Yes. (laughs) Who's your favorite character? My favorite character, I've got to, I've got to give it to a homeboy that started out with a tough day. I give, I give it to Pretzel. Pretzel? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Elaborate. Well, the the reason why I do is Finn Man, my, my son, he's, he's, he's an only child and he's a bit of an introvert. But when he's home, he's cheerful, gleeful, doing his thing. But when he's in a group session, he does take some time to warm up. So he will separate himself and slowly acclimate himself into it. So seeing Pretzel learn how to get into it kind of made me feel better thinking it's not so bad that Homeboy is taking his time to get used to social interactions. And hopefully he'll be able to start catching his fish and... Aw. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Mike. I'm giving, trying to give, giving me some, some feels, buddy. So, buddy. Pretzel. Pretzel. Love it. How do you rank the episode, friend? On this episode of Bluey, episode number 17, Calypso, I would like to rank it, well, conveniently enough, 17. I'm going to rank this one $17,000 worth Woo! of tuition. Out of $17,000 worth of tuition for one year. a lot of dollar bucks. Doofa. Hey, Greg. Yo. How are you ranking Calypso? I will rank this one six bags of chips. Makes sense. It does. Tortoise formation. Thank you all. (laughs) Another fun episode. A lot of plugs today, so please bear with me. But They're first, worth it. They're worth they it. They are. At Watching Bluey. Follow us on Twitter. That's us. Please. We love interacting. We love when you share art. Message or us. memes. Or this or that or the other. Email us. Email us. WatchingBluey at gmail.com. Send us your takes on any episode upcoming. Any of it. Even well, if it's an episode we've already done, we can plug it in. What the heck? We got the power. We can do whatever we want. I got the power. You also have the power. Rate. Review. Subscribe. Please. That'd be cool. I think I mentioned last week that if you do rate and leave a comment, we will call you out, shout you out on the podcast. So please do that. Yeah. We're into our last week where you can get some merch with all proceeds going to the RSPCA of Brisbane. Doing it for the dogs. Doing it for the doggos. Hop on there. We've got shirts. We've got mugs. We've got stickers. We've got magnets. We've got totes. We got it all. Totes? 
few more plugs. One more time. Jordan J. Scavone at jordanjscavone.com or Twitter at Real J. Scavone. Megan Washington, Spotify, the heck out of her and thank us later. Amusing, vo- <laughs> amazing, amazing voice. So very good. Also check out her TED Talk if you've not seen that. I'm sure we will uh, post a link to that once the episode drops. There's be too many links in our description this week. And lastly, Uh-oh. I usually go a little goofy Uh-oh. with my, my Aussie plug at yeah. the end, but I didn't feel super great about plugging a school. So I went, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went, I went a different route with this. And um, there's a group called Friends with Dignity okay. who are doing a back to school drive. Um, basically, if you are local to Brisbane, you can go fill up a book bag with school supplies, drop it off uh, at their location, at one of their drop locations. If you are a silly American like us or somebody anywhere around the globe, listen to this, who can't make it to Brisbane too easy, there is a donate button right on their website. Their website, which will also be in the notes of this podcast, uh, is www.friendswithdignity.org.au backslash back dash two dash school dash drive. You sound like you've practiced that before. <laughs> One or two times. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Always. We appreciate it. We're having a blast. We hope you are too. Y'all are cool. We you will have great. a very special episode dropping on Christmas Eve that I highly recommend you check out. The 24th of December. I was going to say Christmas, but it's December. <laughs> the 24th of Christmas. <laughs> but until then, my friends, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. <laughs> <laughs>